everybody, how's it going? Welcome back to No Disclosure. I don't know what episode this is, but it's it's in the 50s. <laughs> I don't know which one this is. What is it, 55? I have no idea. But it's in, it's in the 50s, which is fantastic. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> I never thought we would make it this far. This is awesome. Isn't it cool? I mean, we're going to be hitting 60 soon. Like I said on Facebook and Twitter, statistically, most podcasts do not make it past their 40th episode. We're here, man, and I'm still kind of sane, I guess. So let's keep going. <laughs> let's just keep let's just keep doing those goes for what we do. Huh? Let's keep it going, baby. It's fun. I have a blast doing no disclosure. I'm glad all of you enjoy the show. Just keep, man, it, it keeps freaking growing. It's doing so well. We can't stop, right? It's, you know? So anyway, <laughs> this podcast is brought to you by Anchor and Prevail Guitar Works. This podcast is where we go on the news, see what's going on in the world, and base like fine, expensive turkeys in the sheer audacity and craziness that is our news media. People have to deal with a lot of junk in their lives, and with the climate things are in, no disclosure exists to not only improve your level of inner fanciness, but to hopefully take your mind off the disaster for a while. So let's get into it, do what we do best, and have a little fun. Shake off your shoes and set that mental bag of bricks down in the entryway of my mind, and let's begin. So how's everybody doing? I haven't punched the microphone yet, which is pretty amazing. And I actually set the uh, recording timer correctly. Yeah, I know. Isn't that weird? I didn't have to stop, you know, mid-podcast and fix, uh, <laughs> you know, fix the, uh, what, uh, what what do you call it? The the freaking timer that says how long I've been going? Yeah, it's, it's not in some weird me measurement nobody uses. Uh, it, it's the end of the world. <clears throat> it's got to be. Reality is about to crumble. Um, I haven't punched the microphone in the first, like, five seconds of the episode, um, I haven't, I, I set the timer correctly. Yeah. So we're done. <laughs> I screwed up reality somehow. The, the fabric of space and time is about to implode on itself. So let's check out the news and see what's going on this week. I freaking missed you guys, man. I did. I'm telling you. So let's check it out. Huh? Uh, what do I see first? Why you should never date. Oh, this is from the mirror, by the way. Why you should never date a man in their thirties according to a relationship expert. Hmm. I don't know. What would Cassie think about this? I'll be 37 in August. Let's find out. I don't like the clickbaity things. We don't usually do that here, but this one's interesting because I am a Marion. I'm a Marion in my 30s. So let's see. Uh, never date someone in your 30s. A dating expert has revealed the age bracket of men that you should never date, and it's quite controversial. Uh, Jaina Hawking, who's 35, by the way, <laughs> from Sydney, thought that after years of unsuccessful dates and plenty of practice, she had mastered the basics of dating. Uh, tackle problems head on and don't try to fix your other half, being just some of them. Well, I mean, got to fix that microphone. Sorry. That goes without saying. If you think that uh, you can get into the relationship by fixing the other person, Everybody has their weird little quirks and idiosyncrasies and stuff like that. But if you think you're going to get into a relationship, you know, to like straight up change or fix this person, I'm sorry, but you do not have the power to do that. That's a recipe for disaster right there. The person should be willing to change regardless. 
um, you know, that he has something cool and new in his life. If he's unwilling to change for you, there, there's no way, there's no magic you can work that's going to make him do that, okay? So anyway, with that said, um, this 35-year-old from Sydney, Australia, she discovered uh, an age group that should not be ventured into by any woman who wants to make future plans with a man. Writing for news.com.au, Australia, she said, steer clear of anyone within the 30 to 40-year-old bracket. Uh, so what? She's implying... Okay, wait a minute. <laughs> we need to step back and look at this here. Everybody's got their problems with dating, right? <clears throat> I mean, wh- what's the purpose of dating anyway? When you really get down to it, what's the purpose of dating? The purpose of dating, uh, you know, and, and the really the, the, the reason for its existence is to weed through everybody to find that person that you're going to spend the rest of your life with. That's what dating is, right? I know some people don't freaking get the concept, but that's why it exists. So naturally, to find your other half, you know, that person that's going to work best for you, you're going to weed through a lot of people. It's going to be a lot of trial and error, you know. So this chick (laughs) has difficulties with men, as do all of you ladies. You know, it's just not saying you're bad people or doing it wrong. It's just men uh, suck. (laughs) And, you know, they're piggish oafs who... Uh, only think with the with the little brain, you know, just to say it like it is. And uh, you all have your problems because, you know, uh, men are apparently stupid. And uh, instead, of, so she says, okay, we only need to date like 20 and 50 year olds. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I just, I don't know why that tickles me. It really does. Uh, this is news. Like this chick was allowed to put this in, in the, in the news. Like, she was allowed to put this on news.com.australia? Australia, what are you pulling in America for? I, I never see this kind of news coming from you. This gossip rag uh, bullshit. This is just stupid. Uh, that's a whopping 10-year age gap. <clears throat> and the mirror is even agreeing with her, saying that this makes sense. She described men in this age group as crickets. They're typically settling down and growing their families and are off the market. Well, duh. According to Australian Bureau, Bureau of Statistics, the median age for marriage was 32.4 years for men, where in Britain the average age was first marriage was 33.4. Uh, but wow, that kind of surprises me a little bit. I thought it'd be younger. Uh, Janice suggests looking for guys who are either younger than the 30s. Yeah, that's going to work out. As they're most likely looking for romance. My ass. <laughs> guys in their 20s are looking for romance. Give me a freaking break. I can see now, I'm starting to develop a picture here, lady. I'm starting to develop a very clear picture of why you're having problems dating men your own, your own age. Uh, maybe it's not a man problem. Maybe your head's just screwed on crooked, huh? Let's keep reading. Uh, most likely looking for... <laughs> she, <laughs> she thinks people younger than 30 are out there looking for romance. In your 20s, romance was the last thing on your mind. Um, guys older than 40 who tend to be looking for love after a divorce. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to knock that because I, th- that part of it anyway, because I think <clears throat> in order to learn the most about 
marriage and how to be married is to not talk to somebody who's been married for 56 years. I'm sure they could teach you some wonderful things. But um, I learned the most from people who have screwed it up, you know, who have been divorced. They know what not to do. And that's just as valuable information. Let me get some water here. <clears throat> so I think, you know, the point there, yeah, kind of valid. Mm. This is just ridiculous to me. This made the news. I mean, there's this lady that's, that seriously thinks it's a good idea to cut out the 30s, uh, you know, the, the entire 10 years, the whole 30s there, as if men just completely lose their minds in that 10-year span. From age, you know, 18 to 50, men are absolute pieces of crap. <laughs> it's going to take you a really long time, a lot of trial and error, ladies, to find a guy that has, you know, uh, morals and guidelines for himself and uh, who, you know, is is thinking, you know, with, with the brain that operates his whole body. That's just normal. That's what everybody goes through. Yeah, I'm not reading any more of that. <laughs> That's stupid. Are you kidding me? So this one, uh, this person grew up getting participation trophies her whole life. Is straight up. And people are going to listen to this too, right? That's the sick part. People are going to freaking listen to it. And they're going to take what this lady says is gold because obviously she's on the, you know, freaking news.com slash Australia. So she knows what she's talking about, right? It's just this lady who has complete, you know, just a terrible idiotic luck with dating. And then tries to tell the rest of us how to screw it up. Crazy. I never click on clickbait stuff, but that one was really interesting to me. Let me go. Let me know what you guys think. If there's like a message thing on this or a comments thing. Let me know. <laughs> Let's go off on it, okay? Uh. Let me know what you think about a 37-year-old woman who obviously has a really hard time uh, dating and seems to think it's a good idea that, you know, dating 20-year-olds is, you know, <laughs> going to make her life even easier. <laughs> I'm not saying don't date 20-year-olds. I'm riffing on this. <laughs> this really lit me up, didn't it? Uh, I'm not saying don't date 20-year-olds. I'm just saying your rationale sucks. The reason why you should date 20-year-olds is because they're looking for romance. <laughs> yeah, you're going to get a lot. <laughs> you're going to get a lot of romance out of a 20-year-old. Chimney Christmas. <laughs> right? I mean, a 20-year-old, man. He just like... He, he just learned what a 401k is. Okay, let's keep going. Uh, mom hits back after being shamed by TV presenter over her appearance. <clears throat> Whatever. Loch Ness Monster. Loch Ness Monster. Loch Ness Monster. Monster. Can't even talk today. Loch Ness Monster. Firefighter baffled after recording classic Nessie sighting. Nessie is still being sighted somewhere. That's awesome. So how long have people been seeing Nessie? Um, if it's, you know, a plesiosaur or whatever, is that the going thing that it's like a plesiosaur? Okay, so we need to find out. Let's uh, let's do a little research here. I'm going to expose the uh, the complete bullshit here right now. Um, let's see. how. Okay, what's the oldest sighting of Nessie? Okay, let's look it up. Oldest sighting of Nessie. And we wait. Skibbity bop bow, skibbity bay. Um, I wish it would just pop up. <laughs> I gotta like dig for it. 
which is completely defeating the purpose. Okay. Um, it was brought more worldwide attention in 1933. There were probably sightings before that, but Nessie became really famous apparently in 1933. That's when all the major sightings started coming in. So here's what we're going to look up. Um, 1933. Stay with me here, guys. It's 2020. We're going to take 1933 off of that. So this creature, if it was born, okay, if it was born when the sightings started occurring, it would be 87 years old now. So here's what we're going to look up here. How long do plesiosaurs live? Okay, wait for it. <clears throat> the lifespan of a plesiosaur, okay? Um, doo -doo 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 -doo. There's uh, varying information on this. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay, for all intents and purposes. Okay, I guess I just uh, I tried to expose the bullshit of Nessie, saying that there's no way these things can, you know, this thing is still alive because, you know, it's one creature. You don't have a family of plesiosaurs living down there, even though, you know, that lock is one of the deepest bodies of water that's not a freaking ocean. Uh, I couldn't find anything, so <laughs> it's still a mystery, I guess. We don't know how long plesiosaurs lived. Ah, fantastic. I try to blow the uh, whole Nessie thing away, and, yeah, you know, <laughs> we emerge from it. Stale a mystery. Let me have some water here. Yeah, no coffee today. If I had coffee, I'd probably poop. Mmm. Ah, I missed you guys. I really miss doing this every week, man. There's nothing I look forward to more. Seriously. I'm not just fluffing you up. There is nothing on this planet <laughs> that I look forward to more during the work week and slogging through all that crap and just going through the day-to-day -day thing, uh, uh, just the, the monotony and the... Uh, <laughs> it's just... <laughs> going through that every week, getting to the end of it. I'm off Wednesdays and Thursdays, as you know. Nothing in this world makes me happier. I look forward to doing this so much, man. I do. I, I've said it before. I feel more me doing no disclosure than anything else. I just... <laughs> Every time I sit in this seat, man, I just want to go a freaking hour. I do. I don't know if you guys... Would you guys listen to no disclosure for a solid hour? Who would be crazy enough to do that? I usually keep it at about 40. But man, after every episode, I just, I just want to keep going. I don't want this to end. I love you. Come over here and give me some kisses. I'm going to start requiring all my guests to give me kisses. So anyway, <laughs> that's weird. Um, couple on a first date squirm after pal's cruel, cruel prank. Okay. That's one of those episodes again where I can't read. Washing with soap is damaging our skin, says doctor. What to do instead? Have a 20-year-old wash you down? <laughs> Just... <laughs> Um, it's my wife's turn to pick our son's name, and I hate it. He will be bullied. Blah, blah, blah. We got, like, weird, weird news today. <clears throat> um, mom, any day, blah, 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 blah. Okay. This is just getting weird. Man's disturbingly graphic review of gummy bears has people crying with laughter. Okay. Now, now, <laughs> we got some news. Have you ever gone on um, Amazon and read the reviews for the Haribo sugarless gummy bears? 
do it sometime. It's kind of an urban legend thing, but it's totally not <laughs> because uh, this really does happen. Uh, if you eat more than a handful of Haribo sugarless gummy bears, it causes the most horrendous diarrhea you will ever have in your life. And the reviews on these gummy bears are awesome. I mean, uh, uh, you, if you think I'm bullshitting, um, I think Reckless Eating has done the gummy bear challenge. I look up the L.A. Beast. His was epic. And, um, you know, I've <clears throat> partaken in it before, but I didn't want to stay up all night with thunder farts from hell. So, you know, I only ate a few. Um, it's very well known that large quantities of sugarless candies can cause, you know, diuretic condition, diarrhea conditions. But for some reason... The Haribo sugarless gummy bears were forged in the fires of hell itself, shaped and hand-molded one at a time by Satan, infused with diarrhea magic. And if you eat more than a few, it will turn your butt into an upside-down volcano. <clears throat> the reviews are awesome. One dude ate them on a plane. <laughs> he said, yeah. he said he yeah, had fire liquid shits. 30,000 feet. And he still shit his pants when the plane landed. <laughs> Do it. Do it, okay? Look up the reviews for Haribo Sugarless Gummy Bears. They're awesome. They're yummy. I'm telling you, if you eat a shitload of them, you will be on the crapper all night. You will not sleep. These reviews will be the best thing you've ever read in your life. Okay. So, um... <clears throat> What's the deal? The former manager of the uh, Department of Defense, right? The Aerospace Threat Program or whoever. What happened? I saw Joe Rogan talking about it and stuff. Did the U.S. government finally, finally freaking disclose that, you know, UFOs are real? That's what I've been saying. I'm going to have to look more into this. And um, I will let you guys know <laughs> once I do a little bit more research there. I, I seriously think the DOD just you know, totally confirmed that everything people like Bob Lazar was saying is totally true. I'll have to do some research on that. We should do a special episode just on that. Yeah, but apparently the DOD um, is saying that UFOs exist. Uh, they're not saying, okay, listen, UFOs. I didn't say aliens. I said UFOs. That stands for unidentified flying objects. <clears throat> now, these could be experimental aircraft. These could be aircraft from another country. Hell, this could be you know, drones from another freaking, you know, anywhere, another freaking planet. These things, it doesn't mean they're piloted by aliens. Built by them? Could be. But, uh, you know, the our government, the military, is only going to say the absolute bare minimum of what they have to, right? They say, oh, yeah, UFOs are totally real. So, next question. <laughs> you know, uh, yeah, unidentified flying object. What do they call them now? They're calling them something else. There's another um, acronym for it. What is it called? Unidentified aerial phenomena? Yeah, whatever. Something like that. Uh, Ford is retooling plants with help of dog-like robot named Fluffy. Oh, I've heard of that. Have you seen the Fluffy dog robot? Those things are cool. Apparently, Ford is uh, pulling a Walmart and cutting more jobs, putting people out of work and destroying families, and uh, putting more robots in factories. Kind of like Walmart's doing with the cashiers. You guys hear about that? They're getting ready to roll this out. Cashiers 
you know, cash registers are going to be totally automated now. You're probably going to have one or two CSMs up there, you know, for when the machines freak out and break and, you know, develop problems. And, you know, when half of them go down and you got to lock them out, you know, for no reason, just because they're pieces of shit and they don't work. Um, you know, you're going to have like actual humans up there, but there's going to be no cashiers up there anymore. Isn't that trippy? That's that's crazy. Listen, I'm not going to bitch. I'm not going to complain. <clears throat> I'm all for growing as a species. I'm all for adapting. I'm all for, you know, all that. But man, oh, it, it always sucks when people loses their, lose their jobs in it. It does. It always sucks. I mean, we're always, we're all for advancement and growing, you know, as, as a species and stuff. It's always cool. Always cool. But man, when it affects people like that, it just, ah, you know, it, it stings. It, it does. It sucks. We feel bad for those people. But, you know, progress at the same time is just, I don't know. A lot of people complain, actually, that we're losing the human element. You know what I mean? Of these experiences. Like going to McDonald's and talking to the pimply face fellow that always fucks your order up. Every time, no matter what you order, you say no ketchup and he puts a shitload of ketchup on it. No onions means no onions. Not like three or four. Anyway. The pimply face fellow, you know, that works up at the front. A lot of people are saying, you know, that you're ruining the whole human experience of these things. Like, you know, our Walmart here in Paducah, and I know a lot of them are too, are almost completely automated. The whole ordering process. All the person really does is take the money now. And, um, you know, you have less cooks in the back. It's just, it's it's weird seeing it. Ugh. I'm, I'm needing a lot of water today. <laughs> Hold on. Mm. Uh, it's cool. I'm not complaining about it. Um, yeah, we're losing out on a lot of these human experiences and stuff like that, but you know, it's making things quicker. It's making, making things more efficient. I'm all for advancement in technology, making our lives easier and stuff. But my heart always breaks when people lose their jobs and their lives, you know, their way of life, their quality of life is affected by something like this. I just, yeah, if we're going to roll out, you know, that, you know, that universal income, you know, you know what I mean? Like having everything automated, people just getting paid, you know, to be able to live. I just, uh, we can't get to that soon enough, man. Uh, I'm sure the government will find a way to screw us over on that too. They already want our fucking retirement. So, um, this time it was a St. Bernard that needed rescuing blah, 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 boo. Oh, Leslie Van Houten. Is it true about this with Leslie Van Houten? Was she up for parole again? Because I saw this on Facebook and I was like, bullshit, Leslie Van Houten, she just, she just, you know, went up for parole in 2019. And then somebody said, no, it's not fake at all. You know, she went up for parole. Herp, burp, burp. So I looked at it and uh, I guess so. You know, Leslie Van Houten, as of uh, just a few days ago, <clears throat> it was uh, recommended for parole again. So I guess now it's up to the, uh, it's up to the governor's office. You know who Leslie Van Houten is, right? He's one of the three girls in the freaking Manson family. And uh, she's up for parole. Leslie Van Houten. I'm sure that our old, you know, our, our whoever is dumb enough to say that she's worthy of going back out on, you know, into the public. <clears throat> Read Helter Skelter sometime. A lot, I guess a lot of these people, uh, this was written by the prosecuting attorney uh, who ended up being right, by the way. Um, Helter Skelter was written by the prosecuting attorney. And if you read the shit <laughs> about Leslie Van Houten in there, uh, 
people need to be re-educated on this woman, okay? These were people under the influence, under the wing of Charles Manson and, you know, all that stuff. He coerced them. He brainwashed them. Yeah, that's a given. But these women committed straight-up murder and had zero, zero empathy and feeling, depth of feeling for it at all. Sharon Tate was, listen, man, Sharon Tate was eight months fucking pregnant. Pregnant. She had a full-term baby when they tied a rope to the rafters in the other end around her fucking neck. And she was begging for her life. Her, the LaBiancas, Folger, yeah? And then she's being granted for parole? Are you kidding me? You think someone like that would be rehabilitated? She needs a rotten jail, man. Screw Leslie Van Houten. So now it's going to, you know, the governor's office or whoever makes the final decision. I don't think Leslie Van Houten of the Manson family, you know, one of the three smiling, uh, you know, carving X on her head girls that everybody has seen burned into our brains. I don't think she's ever going to get paroled. Not in a million years. What governor is going to be that stupid, you know, <laughs> to actually release this woman back into the wild? No, she needs to stay in jail. But yeah, I saw that. I saw Leslie Van Houten's, uh, you know, <laughs> sad, remorseful, old face on here. And thought I would, you know, chime in a little bit. Freaking. <laughs> I'm reading the article right now. Saying that she feels remorse for her actions. Yeah. <laughs> Wanting the parole board to give her mercy. <clears throat> okay. Was Abigail Folger given like any kind of mercy when she was trying to run out the door and they finished stabbing her to death? Not only was that bad enough, they did it another 20 more times after she was dead. Yeah. Or what about, you know, like I said, Sharon Tate with a rope around her neck, the other one around the rafters, watching everybody getting killed, begging for her life and the baby. And Susan Atkins looking, looking at her square in the face and saying, I don't care. And Leslie Van Houten standing there not saying a damn word brainwashed i don't care <laughs> it sounds like it hits me you know it sounds like i'm like personally affected by the manson murders or something but i think we all should be it was one of the most horrific things i've ever seen you ever see the crime scene photos of that place oh my god mm. uh, these women charles manson these were not anti-heroes okay these were the scum of the earth <laughs> up for parole uh, I'm not going to read any more of that because just seeing Leslie Van Houten's face at any kind of parole meeting just pisses me off. Um, New York man fakes his death to avoid jail. Okay, we saw that. Um, let's check out uh, who else we got. Skibbity pop pow, skibbity wow wow, skibbity wow wow way. Okay, UPI, you haven't let us down yet, UPI. Missouri police diving team locates a rafter's prosthetic leg. <laughs> I don't know why that made me laugh. Um, what do we got? California woman, 99, becomes the world's oldest pilot and flight, in flight instructor. And she's 99. <laughs> uh, holy shit, she's old. Oh, my God. Whew, God bless her. That's awesome. She broke, I mean, seriously, broke two Guinness records when she piloted a plane and gave a flight lesson in the air. <clears throat> awesome. 
<laughs> Oldest flight instructor and active pilot after she gave her final... Thank God it was her final one. Okay, this changes stuff. Woo! I thought she just got her license. I'm serious. I thought she just became a flight instructor and got her license and all that at 99. Uh, was her last lesson, thank God. I mean, but it's old people could barely drive. You know what I mean? I think once you get to the point where, you know, you have trouble deciding which cantaloupe to buy at the store and uh, just not being able to f function right. You know what I mean? At all. Just walking around mumbling to yourself. You know, if it's hard to see the clouds and the, you know, the um, apparatuses on the dashboard on the cockpit of the airplane, you know, all your dials and things and beepy things. If it's hard to see that stuff through your cataracts, you should quit flying. Oh, God. That really makes me relieved. That was actually her last lesson. Okay, should have been. I seriously thought that it was like her. She just became a flight instructor. It's like, <laughs> I know who I'm not going up with. Uh, anyway, so <laughs> since this is a completely normal thing, totally broke two Guinness records, though. Robina Asti, 99, was named the world's oldest flight instructor and active pilot after she gave her final flight lesson Sunday at Next Gen Flight Academy at uh, Riverside Municipal Airport, Bender Riverside Airport. <clears throat> I love getting people to experience what it's like to lift off this earth, she said. It's so good. Asti said, Asti said she wanted to show that senior citizens are still capable of making valuable contributions. Yeah, I'm not going to disagree with that at all, but... In no way in hell, anybody, I'm, at least me, I'm going to get in a plane piloted by a 99-year-old. When it's your time to go, kids, it's your time to go. And when you're 99, oh, buddy, you know what I mean? Your number's coming a lot quicker than mine. That's for sure. As far as, like, natural deaths go, just, I'd be scared out of my mind. Whoever went up with her in that plane... You have some brass cojones, my friend. Flight instructor took the world's oldest pilot record from an Iowa man who flew... Uh, wait a minute. Oh, it was an Iowa guy who flew a plane at the age of 98. She busted his record. So, uh, Iowa dude, you need to get back up there, man. That lady just busted your record, dude. That lady who looks like the preacher man from Poltergeist 2 just slayed your record. That guy freaked me out, man. You ever see Poltergeist 2? Oh, God. That guy scared the shit out of me. You remember? Oh, God. Remember when he's walking? Remember when he's walking to the house? God is in his holy temple. And whenever he's walking outside, it rains. Remember it just rains when he's outside and when he goes away, like the rain disappears? Oh, and he goes to the door. And Craig T. Nelson, you know, is like, hey, whatever he says. And he's like, let me in. Let me in. And he's like saying stuff about, you know, his life. And he's like, how do you know that? Because I'm smart. And I'm your friend. Let me. Oh, that guy scared the shit out of me. Oh, you know, I actually heard that that old man who played the priest in Poltergeist 2 was like the sweetest old man ever. And he was a really, you know, just like lovely man behind the scenes. That <clears throat> dude scares the crap out of me. And this woman looks just like him. <laughs> I would throw myself out of the plane if she goes up there and starts singing, be silent now. <laughs> Even right now, it gives me the willies. That's one of the few movies that really, really kind of makes me shudder. Um, <clears throat> but I love how that, that rain thing was so effective, wasn't it? 
You remember it? You know, he's walking outside and it just rains when he's out there. And when he goes away, whoop, you know, it stops raining. Creepy, man. So effective. Um, dog that jumped from car was found 600 miles away. That's a hell of a jump. <laughs> Men pass flying disc 5,341 times in one hour for a Guinness record. Damn. I want to beat a Guinness record. What's a Guinness record that's like really easy to beat? I'm going to find this out. We should beat a Guinness record right here on the show. Wouldn't that be cool? <laughs> like most rambling in a podcast ever in 40 minutes. <laughs> you can beat that one. Overturned tractor trailer spills beer across highway in New Jersey. Yeah. Uh, that's awesome. That's a crash I want to see. I'm not a big beer guy. But if thousands of gallons of beer just got smeared all over the road for free, eh, might take a zip. Not from the road part. From the part where it's leaking out of. Might take a little sippy. Just a little sippy sip. Elvis Impersonator sings for over 50 hours. Another Guinness record. Is this all Guinness records, damn it? Because I'm not going to do it if it's all just Guinness records. Any, like, real news here? My voice just cracked. Any good? <laughs> uh, let's see. Skibbity bop bop. Oh, here it is. Yeah, I saw. we saw this a second ago, remember? A rescue team carries a St. Bernard down England's highest mountain. Oh. Oh, man. Okay. Yeah. Gotta slow clap that. Can you imagine carrying a St. Bernard down a hill? Could you imagine carrying a St. Bernard across a Walmart parking lot? Could you imagine carrying a St. Bernard across your living room? These guys carried a St. Bernard down England's highest mountain on July 27th. Yeah, this is a breed of dog for conducting mountain rescues, by the way. Was the subject of a rescue itself when the canine collapsed on England's highest mountain. The Wasdale Mountain Rescue Team said in a Facebook post, the owners of the dog named Daisy, oh, he's a pretty baby, <laughs> your picture of Daisy, contacted rescuers to report the St. Bernard had collapsed and appeared to be experiencing pain in her hind legs while descending the Scafo Pike in northwest Angrind. That microphone did it again. Okay. It's like drifting on me. The team said it took a 16 group members about five hours to successfully bring Daisy back to where the owners could transport her in a vehicle. Yeah, you guys are true heroes. True heroes. I think if somebody had a gun to my head and said, pick up this St. Bernard and walk it to the bathroom, I would just be like, okay, just go ahead and kill me, please. That's awesome. You guys rule. Um, do 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 do. <clears throat> RSPCA rescuer gear. Blah, 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 blah. Police responding to loose panther, loose panther. Mm. A sand dollar found in Florida might be a new world. That's a big ass sand dollar. Wow. Cool. Okay, let's uh let's go let's go to the news proper here and see what's going on. Because we got time. Uh MSN. Let's check out MSN, huh? Let's see what they got going on today. Read some actual news news. Oh, oh, and a little segue here. <clears throat> By the way, guys, um, if you have listened to the Walk With Me podcast by Mr. Josh Joshua Amos, uh, go on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, anywhere else, 
look up Joshua Amos, Walk With Me. I'm going to be a guest on his podcast. Uh, I actually filmed uh, filmed it. <laughs> I actually recorded it about two weeks ago, and uh, it's going live today. So, um, yeah, check it out. If you want to hear me on something else, be actually on the other side of the desk for a change. Listen to the Walk With Me podcast by Joshua Amos. He's a heck of a guy. He's a really cool dude, really super positive. His podcast has a great message. And, um, yeah, the, the episode with me is going live today and, uh, it, it's, I'm actually on the other side of the desk. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> That's pretty cool. Uh, I can't wait to listen to it. I haven't heard it yet. It was really fun being over there. So, um, if you like Joshua Amos podcast podcast, uh, send him a message, man, throw him a like, leave him a review, uh, because reviews for us, um, you know, on Apple podcasts or, you know, whatever, uh, anything you could review your pod, you know, the podcast on, even if it's a shit review, just be honest, and we need all the reviews we can get. It is really, really helpful to us. So please, I stress, if you listen to the Walk With Me podcast, like it or hate it, give this guy a rating, man. Review it. And consequently, I love the podcast. I think he's great. Really positive message. Um, he's not dirty. He's not disgusting. He doesn't you know, curse or anything like that. Basically, he doesn't do anything that I do on No Disclosure. He doesn't stoop to that level. <laughs> It could be cool and funny without being me, but uh, it was really fun uh, being on the other side of the desk and actually being a guest on somebody else's podcast. It was really cool, and uh, you guys should check it out. It's, it's awesome. But anyway, uh, can we do a couple more? <clears throat> um, God, that Leslie Van Houten thing. I haven't seen any. I was While I was talking about that, I was looking for updates. I didn't see anything, any updates on Leslie Van Houten's uh, parole. So I'll keep an eye on it. Um, doo -doo -doo -doo. What's this? So the pandemic coin shortage is a thing. Okay, we, there really is a coin shortage. Okay. Uh, our favorite, cy uh, our, everybody's favorite cyborg, Mark Zuckerberg, <clears throat> viewed Instagram as a threat that could hurt Facebook's business. That's great, Mr. Zoidberg, or whatever your name is. Uh, <laughs> Mark Zuckerberg. That thing that he did with, um, you know, where, what was it? Congress or whoever the fuck it was, you know, interviewed him. It was his most, most bizarre, uncomfortable thing I've ever seen. Do yourself a favor and go on YouTube and look up bad lip reading Mark Zuckerberg and thank me afterwards. <laughs> there's this, there's this YouTube channel that does a uh, bad lip readings of stuff. And you know how bizarre Mark Zuckerberg is. <clears throat> I'm not sure he's even from earth. He was probably built on earth, but you know, they did bad lip readings of his, uh, you know, little, uh, trial there, whatever the hell he had, you know, in front of, was it Congress? There's something. It's hilarious. Mm. Uh, I keep getting off top here. God, here. I want to do one more. <laughs> I really do. <clears throat> Apparently I have the Wuhan virus as Texas rep, whatever. Regis Philbin. His cause of death has finally been released. Okay. We got to see this. Uh, five hours ago, nearly one week after Regis uh, Philbin passed away at the age of 88, his cause of death has finally been revealed. Uh, so here it is, guys. Uh, spokesperson for Chief Medical Examiner's Office in Farmington, Connecticut, tells e News uh. that the TV and game show legend died from a myocardial infarction due to coronary artery disease. Uh, following his death on Friday, July 24th, his family mourned the loss in a statement to e! News. We're deeply saddened to share that our beloved Regis passed away of, unnat of natural causes, sorry, one month shy of his 89th birthday. 
He was only a month away from it. Damn. Uh, yeah, Regis Philbin passed. That 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 sucks, man. You know, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I never really heard anything like majorly controversial about the guy. You know what I mean? Like everybody who was talking about Regis Philbin and stuff said he was like a really sweet dude. I never heard really anything bad about the guy. He seemed like, you know, <laughs> every time I saw him on TV, he seemed like he was like this heavy little elf man. You know what I mean? He just seemed like the, you know, the, like the sweetest guy ever. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so that that sucks. Mr. Philbin, yeah, a lot of people are fans, man. A lot of them. That, that's a bummer. Uh, WHO warns against trying to achieve herd immunity. Red, Russia seeks to register first vaccine in August. Okay, now we're getting all coronavirus, coronavirus, Donald Trump's weird face, coronavirus. Countertop clear acrylic L-shaped shield barrier set of two. I wonder if that's an ad. We should click on it. Spider-Man, like Lasso, is billed as policing game changer. Some aren't buying it. A Lasso? Really? So they just made a non-lethal weapon for cops that's a fucking Lasso? Wow, it's a lot more effective than uh, having to sacrifice one of your knees to kill somebody. Now you could do it on your own two feet, right, cops? Uh, let's see. With his arms raised, Landover Hills Police Chief Robert Lib Liberati. His name's Liberati. Cool. Slowly walked toward the women in front of him as she pointed a green laser at his shins and yelled, Bola, bola. When she fired the device in her hand, it let out the boom of a gunshot. But instead of bullets, it discharged Kevlar wires outfitted with fish hooks that wrapped around the chair. Oh, I've seen this thing. Okay, I thought they meant literal lasso. Because <laughs> you know that there's going to be some cop that's going to shoot somebody in the neck with the freaking thing. You know what I mean? Maybe their knees are a little sore that day. And they don't feel like, you know, like murdering someone in the street. <laughs> so they're going to use the lasso to do it instead. But yeah, I've actually seen uh, the video of this. It's a pretty cool gadget. Um, it, it, it's being marketed to departments around the world right now, actually, as a non-lethal tool. Um, I thought I was talking about something else. For the law enforcement to use, like trying to uh, you know, detain people who aren't complying with commands, uh, especially those who may be experiencing like mental health crisis you know, or whatever. You don't want them to, you know, you don't want them to get hurt. <clears throat> and, you know, it, it, it's, it's cool. It's like this thing that they shoot that wraps around their ankles, you know. Um, pretty neat. I've seen videos of it. Go check it out. Uh, 600 agencies in nearly every region of the country have uh, attended demonstrations of this thing, and approximately 90 departments have taken steps to purchase them. So where's the controversy here? I mean, I saw the video of it, and I had no problem with it at all. <clears throat> um, I can see how it could seriously freaking injure somebody if it was shot wrong, you know? Um, the device... Launches an eight-foot tether at 513 feet per second. That could seriously, yeah. <laughs> if you saw somebody in the neck with that thing, to restrain a subject 10 to 25 feet away, point blank right in the head. Damn, man. You know what's going to happen. Cops can't freaking control themselves. A year into sale, Smith was said it was envious. It's called the bowler wrap, catching on gradually the same way the Taser did when it was first introduced in the 1990s. <clears throat> um, The Taser. <laughs> Making Karens reevaluate their life choices since the early 90s. <laughs> that should be a tagline, right? The Taser. Making Karens reevaluate their big mouths since 1990. <laughs> 
Anyway, um, any less than lethal option is something we always consider, Newsom said. But from the video, I question its ability to take someone down who's not trying to be taken down. Actually, now that I think about it, yeah, that, yeah, that's where the controversy, controversy, yeah, that's where the controversy is coming from. Is that I kind of remember this on the video now that I think about it. The guy was kind of just standing there. I mean, if you have someone with a mental hand, you know, who's like having a complete fucking breakdown or somebody that's going nuts, resisting arrest, they're not going to stand there with their heels together. Let's t- just check out this video. <clears throat> yeah, I'm watching it right now. Yeah, old boy is straight up standing there with his heels together. Uh, I don't know, man. I'm not buying it. I want to see someone taking off their clothes, doing a dance, throwing, you know, chicken wings at the officers, doing the polka, and then try to take him down with that thing. That's what I want to see. Because someone who's having a real mental breakdown, that's what they're going to do. Old boy is, like, just standing there. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if I'm buying it. Yeah. We'll have to check that one out. Anyway, the bola whatever. It's a new thing that does stuff. I'll catch you guys later. We're out of time. This was a fun one. I just want to keep going, man. You know, every week it's like this. Every week I'm like, okay, well, I have a time frame I got to be at. I got to hit this certain time frame, whatever. And oh, it just, it, it goes, it, it, you know, when you're having fun and you're genuinely doing something that you love to do, you know, time just freaking goes, man. I felt like I read one article. I'm going to go back and listen to this thing and not even, you know, <laughs> remember half of what I read. It goes by so fast. Uh, I wish I could do an hour, but yeah, I don't want to bore you guys to death. We got to stay consistent on the show. If you straight up want me to do an hour, maybe if my voice lasts, I could do an hour episode every once in a while. Um, off topic, you know, we can keep those. Those have been running about an hour, haven't they? Yeah. So um, I'm going to go, guys. That's it for this week. Remember to go on Asylum817.com. That's Asylum817, altogether.com For all things me and no disclosure related. Also, check out my novels and short stories on my website, as well as anywhere you can buy books online. I've published 30 books, over 100 short stories, three collections, duders. If you like horror and thrillers, consider me up your alley. Just head on over to Asylum817.com, Asylum817.com, 817, and go to the store tab. It couldn't be easier. I'm sure out of all my books, you'll find something that twirls your beanie. Most of my novels are on Audible as well. So, if you like audiobooks, I got you, my lovelies. Remember to share No Disclosure with everybody. Let's help this thing grow, guys. Share it with your Uncle Barbara, your Aunt Dennis, the creepy guy on the bus. You know him, the guy that manspreads really wide and smells like boiled cabbage. Everybody. I want to thank everybody for listening to the show. I want to thank everybody who enjoys this show, everybody that's been on Off Topic, um, everybody that's going to tune in and listen to the Walk With Me podcast, Joshua Amos, the one that I'm on. And um, I couldn't thank you enough for your support. We're listened to in multiple countries now. It's it, it, it's fantastic. I never thought <clears throat> that No Disclosure would be as successful as it's been. And I'm very, very thankful and very humbled. Very, very thankful for all of you. Just last night, um, I was listening to kind of the difference, you know, because of <laughs> a, a fellow podcast shouted me out recently about my production and said, man, I love how crispy, how they use the word crunchy. I like how crunchy your vocals sound and stuff. How do you do this? So that, well, <laughs> 50 something episodes, you, you know, you better hope you get, get, start getting better at stuff. I'm not saying I'm like at a pro at it now. I'll probably listen to this episode, you know, 20 episodes from now and think, man, this sounds like crap. 
But let's, I, I went back to episode one and then listened to this last one, you know, back to back. And it was just uh, the level of improvement there, the format, the just we keep getting better, man. It, it just it, it does. It keeps getting better. And uh, it's all because of you guys. You give me the will to want to do it. You give me the motivation. You give me the fanciness. All the fanciness that I give out to you ain't even a fraction of what you guys give me. Be fancy. I love you all. And again, be fancy. Did you hear that? I said it twice. I love you all and be fancy. I'll get you guys later, okay? Next week. Can't come soon enough, man. I want it to be next week right now. <laughs> Life isn't fair. Need to know it's the faces here. No disclosure. Faces missed. Confiscate.